You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. In the nuts. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. God, God, can you imagine if he did that? Like it's a move. It's like full speed, just a fucking web straight to the fucking nutsack. That guy would die. Yeah, would. <laughs> that guy would have to be like, make it quick. Just <laughs> coughing up blood and because entrails. You know, you know, you know like, a, like I say, Tobey Maguire type Spider Man, just be like, just, just a little tug and just rip his dick off. <laughs> Spidey sniper yeah. <laughs> angles and shit. Yeah. Spider dick. But Spider dick. <laughs> Does whatever spider dick can. <laughs> All right, everybody, and Whips welcome. it out. Pulls on it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Potatoes. As Chris is spider web dicking everyone in the room right now. I am oh, Alex. Shit. I'm not Spider-Man. Morrison. I, I'm Cap. <laughs> and if you can't tell, we're going to talk about the cinematic universe of Spider-Man. The Sam Raimi ones, the new ones, with, or the newer ones with Andrew Garfield and... Yeah. Tom Holland. And Tom Holland. I think we're the first generation of, uh, live a-, of a live-action Spider-Man audience, are we not? Pretty much. Yeah, because well, uh, I remember there, when the first McGuire one came out. Yeah, there, there was a TV show. There was. It was shitty. Was was there was there a was there a TV show? I mean, yeah, or there was, there was a live was, te- was television show back in like the eighties. Yeah, 80s. Okay. I think it was on like CBS or something. Yeah, yeah it was around the time like superheroes was kind of making a comeback right. yeah, around that time. They had like a Flash television show. They had uh, the Hulk TV show, yeah. Superman. And yeah, they they changed the Hulk's name. To David Banner uh-huh. on that's, that show, David that's right. Banner, because they thought the name Bruce was gay. <laughs> really? The Seriously? They, they the thought it wouldn't 70s. work. The fucking seventies, dude. Yeah. They're, they're, and they're, sad, and remember, remember the sad ass music they'd play in the, the whole. Oh yeah. There's a rapper out of Atlanta called uh, David Banner. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote terrible songs. Grab a Hulk, motherfucker. Yeah. No, it's more like wrong girl trying to get your body wet, <laughs> shit like that. Jesus. Yeah. yeah exactly. He's like, <laughs> super villain with a hose. It's like you can get twins. <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> what was uh, what was you guys' first exposure to Spider-Man? Because I'm, I'm sure you were exposed to it before the Maguire the animated movies. television show. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, uh, what's which one? Because there was a handful. The one where uh, what's his name from Aerosmith did the intro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> yeah, the, the I remember series. that. Such it. a good show. <laughs> and I wasn't even a fan of those. I would see them in commercials and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. But I never like was a fan of that TV show at all. But I knew what it was. Right. Yes. Yeah, it. That show, if you could, if you think of it, is the first like uh, cinematic universe for, mm-hmm, for because the they were tying in the X Men show that was running. Yeah, really there con- was X Men and Captain America and Iron and Man, Iron Man and yeah. the Hulk. And like, like Fox it, Kids had a big yeah. uh, Marvel Comics TV block along with gargoyles and yeah. DuckTales and all that other yeah. shit. Gargoyles was the shit. All the Disney cartoons and Yeah, Disney and Fox too. were already kind of shaking hands around that time for yeah, right. 
yeah. for the network stuff yeah. at least. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the I think one of the coolest episodes there was when he had all of them together. He had like <laughs> yeah, a, all the it? different Spider Men, the yeah. Iron Spider, and yeah. the sil- the cool. one that was all silvered out, the like the Millennium Spider Man yeah. and shit. Oh, I remember that Millennium Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, he was all like uh, silver embossed. And that was and, yeah. and that was around the time they started. Uh, continuing shows into a new genre like a new a new aspect like what was it he he gets stuck on a rocket at the end of that episode ends up in a fucking the future or some shit well yeah so so we'll actually talk about the anime that anime series specifically because for me i think that was my introduction too because i remember watching the show but i also remember having coloring books that were stylized like the tv show and that was and that was actually the first time animation like a tv show mm -hmm. animated tv show used a lot of computer generated effects for shifting and moving yeah kind of like in between scenes yeah yeah especially some of the uh, swinging scenes for spider-man that's pretty cool yeah and uh, but no th- that show actually ended on a huge cliffhanger because spoilers for the uh, <laughs> 90s animated series that's over 20 years old at this point Spider-Man was part of 9-11 no, just- <laughs> don't tell me what happens I gotta watch it now oh god oh too fucking bad it's, it's, it's a weird plot point but Spider-Man it- is Kaiser Soze <laughs> I will say though I think this was the first time as a kid because I do remember knowing about this but then years later after seeing the Maguire films years yeah. later having Disney DX yeah. or XD yeah I remember that yeah and they were showing syndicated episodes of the 90s animated series right so I was able to finally rewatch a lot of them through that and I remember finally catching it to where I was like okay now I know what order they're playing in because they were actually playing them in order and I was taping them so I wound up having like an 8 VHS set yeah. of that fucking cartoon and I wound up catching it just at the right time to where I caught it with episode 1 season 1 mm-hmm. and I wrote it all all the way out and I caught the entire series on VHS and varying grades of quality of course but they left you on such a cliffhanger I remember for the first time as a kid feeling emotionally moved by it like actually feeling sad by the way it ended because the big lead up I think to the season before was Aquaman um in cartoon ways killed MJ. Yeah, and he made a uh, yeah, he drowned her. Saying, yeah. That's DC though. Was it Aquaman? No, no, no. There's a, there's a in that Spider-Man television show, they made a man who Hydro-Man. Hydro-Man. That's okay. what it was. Hydro-Man. Yeah, he can manipulate water. Basically, yeah. Sandman, but water. Yeah, so imagine gotcha. Sandman how he can turn into sand. This guy can Okay, you saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. The big water creature. Yeah. That that's him. basically him. Gotcha. Yeah. So that character drowns MJ. And that's how they end that uh, season. So you start the new season with Peter trying to, you know, avenge, you know, her death or whatnot. But she comes back. But she's acting a little weird. You find out throughout the season that all she that she quote unquote lived but she wasn't truly herself she had the hydro man power she was actually living water she couldn't control herself and she drifted away again she, she was a hydro zombie basically yeah. for for like a few episodes but it wrapped up with madam webb giving Peter the promise of a restart right. and that he could truly save MJ and he walks through this fucking portal black screen and that's how they end the fucking series yeah because uh Jesus. Uh, it was actually uh, the the reason they really ended it because mm-hmm. they had wrote out what happens next. They ran out of money. Yeah, the, they the Fox did not want to renew them and give them the budget. 
because kids shows weren't as profitable yeah. as like nighttime uh, but it's like uh, I remember being like you know maybe 10 11 years old watching this on syndication at this point like seeing that part and just going oh ow well, they, like few, even me because it's like I love the MJ Peter relationship so like seeing it crumble like that when I was like so invested in the show and I'm just like oh, oh. <laughs> well there's there that one Spider-Man show they made that right after that uh, where, Spider-Man Unlimited yeah, yeah, he yeah. Uh, he went to the future mm-hmm. all the ways. It, it was kind of inspired by the Spider Man twenty ninety nine uh, yeah. comic series. Yeah, yeah, that cool look and everything, that web cape. And and they kind of tried to tie it in, kind of how you know they had the Batman animated series, and then they had Batman Beyond. Yes, which was supposed to be the same continuity just years later. Yeah. They kind of tried to do that with Spider-Man Unlimited by saying this was the same continuity all these years later. They tried to throw references to the 90s animated series, but that only lasted like a season. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I, I really enjoyed that show. Uh, Do you remember any of the special comics y'all had? Did y'all have any Spider-Man comics? No, I didn't. I've got a big, uh, actually big, quote-unquote. I have an Xbox 360 box in my closet that's stacked full of old spider-man comics yeah. so i've you ever uh i got a question did you ever get the black issue i did not but i've read it i got the black issue i didn't know what the fuck i was buying <laughs> oh <laughs> so so i was in sixth grade uh-huh. and i buy the black issue which came out in october right of 2001 mm-hmm. right after 9 11 <laughs> and what's and why is the why is the front all black mm-hmm. and it just says the amazing spider-man october and, 1st and white and white, stark white, and white on the front just black and white lettering. And I open it up. No dialogue. No, not a fucking word. Was that a mistake? Nope. On, nope. It's a 9-11 issue. It's 9-11 yeah. in Spider-Man. Like, because it's, guess it's, what? It's New York. It's New York. Yeah. Uh, so Marvel, all of a sudden. every major Marvel character is in that comic. Yeah. Working alongside like firemen and police yeah, and that's uh, cool. first responders and, was and stuff. Like, uh, first responders thing at the end mm-hmm. where it's like every like every penny from the purchase of the comic goes to first responders yeah. and shit like that and i'm just picturing chris uh getting that and just looking at it going like just what was your reaction oh when i got it when i got it home because I, I didn't even open it yeah at the store uh-huh. because we it was like a shit bag gas station mm-hmm. and uh, I, this was i will say this is one of the last comics i ever bought <laughs> it ruined you. no 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 it's just at that time in my oh, life okay right i'm in sixth grade you know I'm yeah, just, yeah i'm shifting you know and I want to say I still have it mm-hmm. somewhere, but uh, I remember opening it up and going reading it like four or five times because there is there is dialogue in it, but it's yeah, not, it's there, not, there's like maybe four word bubbles in the yeah. entire like and twenty like, thirty or twenty twenty five pages, and it's in basically there. Marvel characters going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I think there's like one scene where like uh, Spider Man is perched up somewhere and he says like, "Oh God," and yeah. then like Captain America says like something like you know yells help at one yeah. point you yeah, know like shit like that. Just things like, like that they're yeah. like saving people under iron and stuff but the opener it's a clear blue day mm-hmm. and you hear Cthum, Yep. and it's just a, it's when the tower collapses right and holy fuck they drove well, the way they drew that that whole center just exploding mm-hmm. is just fucking wild it was and it was just and it was really cool having not necessarily cool but respectful having people like spider-man captain america and iron man yeah, playing right. such a large role in that comic considering they were so new york central and kind of yeah. allowing the allowing the characters to be affected by that yeah that was pretty cool. um i've actually gone but a that's lot. pretty intense fucking intro to spider-man for yeah. you yeah, yeah like if, you're, if you were like five yeah goddamn comic you know, <laughs> um 
I will say, uh, even though it's probably one of the last comics I ever bought. Yeah. Uh, people hate that fucking comic. Really? A I've heard nothing people, but love for it. A lot of people. I went online and looked it up and like. Is it one of those deals where people are shitty because it's quote unquote commentary on well, current like, events? They're like, this is so fucking stupid. Why would they show superheroes during a real event? It's like, oh my you God. Don't, you're not understanding the context. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I can't change your mind. Yeah. Especially on something like that. But for me personally, I, I love it. it. I loved it. I had it for, I had yeah. the comic for years. I thought, I thought it was very respectful and they, and they basically, they put every major larger than life character on the exact same platform as every regular civilian. There, yep. there was no boundary, and that was the point. It's showing, like, these regular civilians are being superheroes. They are doing the exact same thing. Yeah, people like to get shitty when uh, current events tie into their yeah. uh, their toys. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah. No. I, but I feel like in a scenario like that, it's it's needed. Now, I've, if, well, if DC and Gotham had responded, that would have been a little weird. Well, that was, that was, that's the thing about uh, Marvel Comics especially. Like Captain America punching out fucking Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Going after communists. They, they've always commented on real life shit. Yeah. And uh, like X-Men is a real life thing. is based on racism. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Crow. So I, I just, I could see where they're coming from because mm-hmm. maybe they've lost somebody and they right. don't want to see a fucking drawing of Spider-Man saving somebody. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, we want that to be real, but it's a fucking fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But but they were also real in it, and they they weren't hiding the fact that there was a ton of death. It's I think just they were about do- now. I think it's like worth twenty something dollars now. Yeah, uh, like it's not a lot of Mm-mm. mainly because they just made a lot of copies because they were trying to but get a lot of, of comics money that raised. You should have. Gotcha. Like, yeah. I think, gotcha. I think you, if you used to start like a small collection, mm. that's a comic I would want to have. Yeah, that Secret Wars. Oh yeah, Secret. <laughs> the, the origin of the black suit. So. uh Talk about Spider-Man for a second. Uh, well, but real quick though, Cap, what was your introduction? Uh, like I said, just cartoons uh, that were kind of like peripherally uh, being shown on TV when what I was, was watching first, my favorite like, major shows. Thing that you remember though, probably the movie. Really? So yeah. the movie was your main introduction. I didn't, a, I didn't give a fuck about Spider-Man until the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and because uh, it was leading up to it, it was always it was a kids you, cartoon. Also, you know? yeah, and that, and also you weren't really too much of a comic guy, were you? No, I was. Aside wasn't. from Batman, yeah, exactly. Bat- you said Bat- Batman was really the only comic you followed, pretty much. Yeah, and Spider Man just yeah just seemed a little bit too. I hate to use the word kitty, but in my mind it kind of was kind of like I put it in that umbrella of like Power Rangers or something yeah. like that. But yeah. then the movie comes out, and not only was it super successful, it uh, fucking uh, made me a Spider Man fan. Yeah. And, and and it basically just regained my love for it at that point too. But yeah, uh, what you were saying Spider Man comics. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is something I kind of like uh, Poco Osborne with and like turned the knife a little bit. Right. It's uh, Marvel made four comics with the Transformers, right? The original lineup comics, mm-hmm. and there's four of them. I had three of them. Ooh. Osborne had the third. Mm. I believe in the second and third is the introduction of Spider-Man in the Venom suit in another comic. Oh, okay. And they came out around that same time. Right. Came out the same time. The, Secret the Wars, Venom yeah. And he's fighting Megatron ah. in the Venom suit. And I would fuck with Osborne constantly because he, he was like, he would talk him up and talk about it. So I went and bought him. Uh-huh. You know? And I was like, hey, man, uh, I got these other three. Mm-hmm. 
And then eventually, you know, when I moved out of Canada, I was like, you know what? Would you just have that collection? <laughs> you could have it, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shit a brick. Oh my god, man! It was, it was so like, oh man, I wish I had all four. I wish I, then I went and I bought four, then yeah. bought one and two. And I was like, I should buy three just to burn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, was being, that was when we came up with this idea of a show. Like we would take, we'd buy like nerd stuff uh-huh. and destroy it. Oh, that's so mean. On like on on like YouTube channel, like collectors items yeah. and shit like that. Nerd nasty. That's oh my name. god! Now nerd the nasty. only way I would be cool with that is if you made replicas. Oh yeah, make yeah. a replica. Like like actually purchase. To, do this. To. Purchase the real item so you can show like the full transaction and it getting shipped to you and everything. Yeah. But right before it's destroyed, there's some little camera cut and you have a fake up there you've yeah. made and then you fucking but like, destroy like it. Like a Funko Pop that's really hard to find. Yeah, just, and just like put it down range and just pow uh-huh. and put one right down the middle. Exactly, just having a skeet shooting or yeah. like a rifle shooting uh, range yeah. with fucking but that'd be great. But that'd be great. Actually, purchase the rare item. Like, actually, start building oh, up yeah. a legit collection. Buy the rare item, but then uh, build up a fake to destroy. This is just- this is Neil Young's 1956 yep. Les Paul Jr. Wham! Wham! <laughs> Wham. Right this way, you broke and then, motherfuckers. And then, and, then, and then a few years later, uh, we do the Chris House tour, and he's like, "Here's that guitar. Here's, here's the comic book. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I got dinosaur eggs. <laughs> Eat for Good breakfast. Day, yep. Uh, welcome to my crib, motherfucker. <laughs> you broke bitch. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was an idea I had. And I was like, "Oh man, we got to do that shit." And I was like, "Man, I was going to like comic book stores, finding like the really nice shit in yeah. the back, and." Uh, like one was a signed Stan Lee tin. Mm-hmm. It was a replica of a Spider-Man cover. Right. And it was san- it was a, signed. It, it, but it was metal. Right. And it was signed by Stan Lee, and they wanted like three hundred fifty <sighs> fucking bucks for it. I'm just like, and he had just died, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, that that looked really good downrange. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> take it. Take it. A, Take it a two hundred. That's a lot of money to spend just to say fuck it. Like, oh man, it's like oh man, this would make so many people upset. <laughs> just get like a GoPro camera, just like zoom in. <laughs> I have. And just do the Spider Man, the thing when he's in the movie where he's doing the thing with his hands. Uh huh. Go go Spider Web. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like nothing has value in this house. I just thought about like just taking like the nerdiest shit, like an original copy of like. Zelda, yeah. NES, the gold, yeah, and blowing that motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> like, just make. He's like, I'm actually going to make your possessions more valuable because I'm going to wipe this thing off the planet. <laughs> there's nothing left. Now there's one less in the world. Yours yeah. is more valuable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I remember the '90s series. I wound up getting some comics after I saw the movie, though. I remember uh, really delving into the comics after seeing the film. Uh, But really liking the TV show. And I remember also seeing the 80s show. Do you remember that? Uh, Well, yeah, there was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And he also had another solo show. It's on Disney Plus now. There was the uh, Japanese Spider-Man, too, wasn't there? There was a Japanese TV show in the 70s, yeah. Yeah. I liked Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, that was cool. Firestar and Iceman. Yeah, oh, she was fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And at no point they all lived together, but had like a weird secret bunker. That that show would be so relevant now. Yeah, because we as adults can't afford to live by ourselves. Ooh, (laughs) wait a minute! I just had an idea. What about in the new series of Spider-Man movies when he goes to college? 
he winds up getting two roommates, mm-hmm. and it winds up being Iceman, Iceman, and, and Firestar from the X Men movies. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think that would be so cool. And it just becomes yeah. like a three. It just becomes yeah. like a, three's like company, company uh-huh. or like a fucking like what will happen next? <laughs> these guys don't get along. Have, have Deadpool with a Stanley mask come in, yes. being Mr. Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you guys doing? Oh my God. <laughs> There you go. There you go, networks. <laughs> Take it. And a billion Take dollar it. ideas right there. Billion dollar. Let's put us spitting them out since the beginning. Now y'all are paying for this shit. <laughs> at least put us in the background. I know you can CGI yeah. that shit. I'll send you a headshot. Yeah. Draw us. Yeah. In the background. Right. C- CGI us in in the background somewhere. That's all I ask. Draw us getting murdered by some thug. I got a green. <laughs> I got a green screen and an iPhone 12 Pro. We got good cameras and yeah. stuff. We'll, we'll 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 scan ourselves in and mail Nobody, it to you. Nobody's on set anymore. It's yeah. 2020. Exactly. Yeah. So we 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 can, shit. Tony Stark's uh, scene in uh, uh, Endgame uh, that I'll I am see, Iron Man. Yeah, I'll see you. Snap. Yeah, that was green screen in his closet. That was a pickup scene. He literally it. just got in quick makeup, set up a scene no bigger than like the area of this couch with mm-hmm. green screen, kneeled in it, held it up and said, I am Iron Man. Tony snapped his fucking Stark fingers. did this in, in a, a closet <laughs> and a green screen. <laughs> and in some penthouse place in Manhattan. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, I liked Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. And the reason I remember the 80s series is... I think I still have it. I want to pull it out just to kind of like display it because it's a cool little piece. Um, I had a VHS, a dual VHS set of that 80 Spider-Man series. Mm. And it was two episodes of him fighting Dr. Doom. Yeah. But the reason I really like it is at the beginning of each VHS tape, there's commercials. Yeah. Ads for other Spider-Man things coming out. And yeah. the coolest ad is on one of them. And that's part of the reason I want to find it and get like a VHS player because yeah. I want to watch it. I'm sure it's on YouTube and I want to do it the hard way. Um, <laughs> it's the commercial for the SNES and Sega Genesis game, Maximum Carnage. I remember that game. And the commercial shows it like... It was a pe- side-scroller fighter. Yep. Uh the commercial is a bunch of people kind of walking like in New York and the sky slowly starts turning red and like clouds are kind of going overhead and you see like people kind of looking up and like in the clouds you see carnage kind of like coming over the city and like doing this loud ass roar and shit and there's like maximum carnage coming to a game system near you (laughs) was this at the same time when uh, Marvel versus Capcom was out too yeah yeah so it was that same kind of side scroller beat them up so you had SNES right uh, I had the original Nintendo, and then my aunt had a Super Nintendo that I played every so often. What about like a Sega? Did you have a Sega? I never had a Sega. I was a Nintendo boy. Now this is, this is actually when I got first introduced to Spider Man. This is this is, this is now I know it. Uh, I had to type it in. Uh, yeah. Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Had a game called Spider the Amazing Spider Man mm-hmm. Arcade's and, Revenge. Yep, I know exactly which one you're Arcade talking about. Arcade was a villain. And he was fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> That's why you don't see him anymore. He wore a white coat, wore checkered pants. Yeah. Had like frizzy hair. Ridiculous. He looked like a, he looked like a nerd. Just like a a, a, a video game villain yeah. they just made up just to put it out. Imagine a villain that owned a theme park for children. Sounds like Kiss meets the Phantom or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> his, 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 but anyway, I play. you play a Spider-Man. And if I could get it as a poster, I would. Because the the fucking cover, you know, how to make video game covers back yeah. then, so badass. This one was a hand drawn Marvel thing, mm-hmm. and it was made by Marvel. Yep, the game was made by Marvel. Yep, um, it's Spider Man swinging in, 
And in the background, you see uh, Cyclops fighting the Juggernaut. Yep. Wolverine, Canadian Wolverine, orange and brown. Yep. Oh, okay. With his claws out, fighting like a robot or something. Storm. Mm-hmm. This uh, was like a Spider-Man and X-Men game. Yeah, it was a Spider-Man and, X- Spider-Man and X-Men versus Arcade's Revenge. And you play as Spider-Man for the first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. then you play as Wolverine, then you play as Cyclops, then you play as Storm. Did this kind of have like the um, Streets of Rage kind of like format where you're nope, just uh, as a playing platformer. as a team? It's oh, okay. A yeah. oh, okay. Which one was the uh, one? I'll put it up on YouTube because holy shit, the soundtrack is oh, amazing. Yeah. The, uh, All those games. Just go on. And it's just like, that is a hell of a riff. Like, yeah. I wish somebody would put that in the this way, yeah, but it's like that 16, 32 just bit. Med- just major key. Oh yeah, just major key shreddy kind yeah, of shit. Just, oh my god, better than the Silver it. Surfer intro for yeah. NES. Uh, but well, you brought up video games. I think uh, Marvel vs. Capcom might have been my first exposure to Spider-Man. Like or arcade, at least, yeah, yeah, definitely one of the earliest. Yeah, yeah. Those, those games are so cool because they put uh, they put everything in that cabinet. Yeah, you know, they could play it. I had all the toys ready for you to play, like all the X Men, the Hulk's on it, Iron Man's on it. Mm-hmm. I used to use uh, Hulk and I used Spider Man a lot. I didn't use Spider Man. I used Hulk and uh, War Machine. I was a heavy hitter character. I had a <laughs> yeah. My heavy hitter was always Juggernaut. Yeah, I think I wound up doing. Spy- I was trying to think about it. I think I did Spider Man, Wolverine, and Iron Man. Yeah. I think that was my team. Those are fun games. Yeah. Oh, I love them. I have it for the uh, Xbox yeah. three sixty. But yeah, so at this point, we might as well kind of delve into the movies. Uh, the first one being Spider-Man 1, Sam Raimi, uh, villain Green Goblin. For what it did for mm-hmm. like the superhero movies? Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Because I think the only thing out before that was well. the X-Men. <laughs> I think the only things outside before that was what X-Men and Daredevil. I think those were the only two movies Blade out before. And Blade. And Blade. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Fun fact about Blade, I didn't realize this until I watched the DVD recently. Uh-huh. I watched the special fucking features, and there's a deleted scene at the end. For Morbius? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Y'all yeah. couldn't play yeah. that up anymore? Uh, yeah, that was a deleted scene. Fuck ser- Jared Leto. I, 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 <laughs> I, I've seen that clip. Yeah, so uh, you got Blade up on the rooftop talking to some chick. And, uh, and it's he- daytime. Yeah, in the daytime. Yeah. And it's Morbius on the other side. And she's like, hey, who's that guy? And it's a long-haired dude way off in the distance on another building. He's like... Morbius, and you can see him like getting ready for to get the sword out. It's yeah, like, and then it cuts. What was where was that in Blade Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. So then, I found, then I read about it and found out that oh, they didn't have the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that how it always goes. Motherfucking money. But yeah, other than that, it was uh, Batman was like the big uh, tier uh, superhero yeah. movie franchise, yeah. and and, and, pe- and people were still riding on the uh, all the old uh, Matt Reeves Superman films. Yep, and uh, they just Christopher Reeves, Christopher Reeves. Yeah, yeah, thank you. yeah Superman. Yeah, it's just uh, Superman and Batman. There was really no uh, Marvel property that was taken off outside of what X Men really. Well, they had no, just because bought it. That, that's when the Sony had just bought it, right? Well, Marvel was going through a lot of shit. Their their comics weren't selling really well, and they were selling off and licensing a lot. Mm. And a bunch of studios were trying to do different movies at different times. Yeah. Like there was going to be a James Cameron fucking Spider Man film. Dead serious, but it never came to be. That probably would have been cool because the way James Cameron does movies, uh-huh. he does movies to try out little hobbies. So yeah. can you imagine him trying like a like, POV web slinging shot, kind right. of like a Mirror's Edge game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, like, kind of, they kind of act out that scenario in a season of Entourage where yeah. they the main guy tries out to be uh, Aquaman for a James Cameron yeah. adaptation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
and it came from that little thing because it's kind of become folklore now that James Cameron was trying to work on a Spider-Man film for like three years and it just never got off the ground. Yeah, it was a, it, it was a really good movie. Like when it came out, the same the first same yeah, same yeah, same yeah, and fun definitely. And so it's like so that's what wound up happening though is that's why there was that weird Fantastic Four movie that came out in the late '80s, early '90s. You remember that? The one that never got released. Yeah. Yep. That got done, though, as an obligation because they had to do it or they lost the license. Have you, do you know we're talking about this uh, Fantastic Four Not shit the 80s show? one, no. This oh, God, was a it's so shit. bad. You felt bad. Like you, There's a documentary about it. Yeah. And you feel bad, bad for the people who are the actors in the movie. Because they wanted to make it work so bad. And they were trying all these tricks and stuff and like that's visual how, effects. That's kind of how like the re- the latest one went, too. Like A lot went into it, and yep. the studio fucked it up. And, and it's the exact oh, same yeah, scene. The, uh, the what is it? The... Fuck. One the new fa- Fantastic the, the du- Four. Yeah, the Fantastic Four with dude, uh, what's his nuts from Fan Fuck. Fortistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fan Fortistic. Yeah, that no, one. It, but the same shit happened with that. The only reason that movie happened is if they didn't make that movie, they would have lost the license. That yeah. was an obligation movie. So basically, that's what was happening with Spider Man. These different companies yeah. were buying the property, not doing anything with it, and it would go right back up for auction. And finally, Sony stepped in and purchased it and got it just rolling with Sam Raimi. And if we want to think about it, Sam Raimi was a very interesting choice for Spider-Man. Yeah, he made horror films. I was going to say, would you say Evil Dead is his biggest claim to fame at that point? That's what I knew him from. His magnum opus. Yeah. (laughs) So let's kind of of think about... Great movies. Uh, Xena. No, he did Xena. So let's kind of think about the character of Spider-Man. Uh... Teenager, college kid that can't hold a job, that works an internship, a freelance for a newspaper that gets, you know, barely anything from uh, his photos and is living out on his own, trying to take care of his Aunt May and dealing with anything between a petty crime to world ending shit while keeping a secret identity hidden. It starts off. Does that scream horror movie director? It's what blows my mind. Villains do. Yeah. And that's why I think it was such a good fit because not only is I like the character of Spider-Man, Spider-Man and Batman have the best rogues gallery out of anyone, I think. I think they have the best villains. Mm. Batman. Batman's got some good ones. That's why I'll say in Batman, Batman and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And- Did you think of all the major villains? X-Men Doc Ock, Sandman, Venom, Joker. You know, it's like, boom. It's I like, will say Batman has, or Spider-Man has the one villain that I just fucking hate. Who? It's because he's so fucking pathetic. Let me think. So pathetic. He's give, pathetic. give me some more hints. His, his, his storyline is sad as fuck. He's a te- Spider-Man villain? Yeah. Okay. And he's technically insane because of Spider-Man. Because of actions of Spider-Man. Um and you don't really see him a lot. He's in the games because he's a popular game character. He was in the animated show a lot. He looks cool as fuck, but it's just, oh, this motherfucker is... I think a- I'm down to two. Scorpion? Right. Scorpion. That was... Okay. Matt, uh, was, Matt was, Gargan as yeah. the Scorpion is the sad sack <laughs> in the Spider-Man universe. I was either going to say him or Craven because yeah. I could see... No, I like Craven. Craven yeah. the Vulture. That's deep cuts for me. No, Craven the Hunter. Oh, man. That would have been a good Blade entry. Well, that's the rumor for the new Spider-Man film is Craven the Hunter. Good. 
Oh, good. I want him to be, so be hunted cool. the fuck down. That's going to be cool. One thing, one thing about uh, you know making the choice of Sam Raimi making this movie is that uh, it starts off as a fucking like late nineties, early two thousands fucking teen movie. Yeah, and he does it really well. Teenagers. Yeah, exactly. But still, <laughs> but, it's but still you know felt what? like a teen movie. But, but even watching it now, it's not as bad as not as no. jarring as people say. No, no. But there are effects in it that are just kind of weird, and there's continuity issues. Of something Like weapons. Yeah. Um. And when I will say that I think the funniest thing is the whole. Uh, the plastic man spider-man swing yes oh MJ's god the cgi she's going she's going from right oh to, yeah she's yeah, going yeah from right to left and her hair's blowing this same direction opposite she, direction yeah the opposite direction it should be blowing <laughs> and the spider-man is a lifeless plastic figure and yeah she's it's basically to. a mannequin they dressed up in a spider-man suit had her hold on to and like blew her hair back but, but then they blew like, the wrong way yeah but oh, it shit, was blowing the wrong way <laughs> that's why i like the, i do say sam raimi has the best spider-man suit yes that's a cool fucking suit I, I don't know. I do like the new spider suits, except oh, except for well, the iron one. I'm, I'm not a big just, fan of the iron one. Really? Well, I'll, I'll explain that later when we get to those films. But no, um, fuck yourself. <laughs> the it's only like my point is made. The only thing that is still jarring about the first film is the Green Goblin. Uh, really? You, you the, neo, the Neo Genesis, the Power Goblin. Rangers, the Power Rangers villain looking. Uh, Suits that that's the reason, and yeah. so that leads don't, to what Cap was. Well, but that leads into what Cap was saying to kind of considering Spider Man kind of a bit more in the Power Rangers teen kind of character when your brand new villain for a debut movie looks like a reject Power Rangers villain. Your actor already has a goblin face, right? That's <laughs> what annoyed me about is I saw Norman Osborn, I saw fucking Willem Dafoe, and I'm just like, oh my god, he's got the smile. Cause, dude, when Norman Osborn's like going crazy and he's like looking in the mirror and kind of frowns and does that big smile, Willem Dafoe kills. That's why I think Willem Dafoe should be the Joker. Oh God, yes. like if Ben Affleck or like in the new like Justice League movie or mm-hmm. something, they show the Joker. It should be Willem Dafoe. That would an be old cool. Joker. Fuck, that'd be the shit. That would be the shit. But I would love. Uh, he does. He's such a good villain. Yes, and Willem Dafoe is. Is the weirdest dude in Hollywood. Oh yeah, next to Christopher Walken. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. I will say uh, there's a director called Lars von, Lars von Trier. Mm-hmm. You heard of this guy? I've heard of the name. Weirdest director in Hollywood. Like Just, what were his movies? Uh, the house that Jack built. Oh, uh, okay. Some really fucked up movies in horror, like like Martyrs. Okay, I never saw Martyrs. It's fucked. It was like Serbian film fucked up. Oh God! Uh, uh, but anyway, <laughs> he did a movie, he, Willem Dafoe did a movie called Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's a whole fucking. I can't even describe it. He played Jesus Christ in the Last Temptation of Christ too, didn't he? Yeah, back in the day. And David Bowie was Pont- uh, Pontius Pilate. Yeah, ah, uh, the days when rock stars could be in film. That's <laughs> <laughs> all uh, rappers. But no, man. It, Lars von Trier said, "Hey, what was it like walk, uh, working with Willem Dafoe? Because there's a lot of nude scenes in that movie. Yeah. He's like, Willem Dafoe has the biggest dick I've ever seen, <laughs> and I'm just like, Lars von Trier has worked with some weird motherfuckers too. So. <laughs> but like, he's like, for the guy, like, you don't see that. I was picturing the part in the movie where uh, the, he's like trying to like, you know, read Peter Parker's like body language, and him just going like, hello, say, hey, Parker." <laughs> I distracted you. <laughs> so, uh, you know how I fit it in this suit, motherfucker. <laughs> let's uh, let's kind of go through the rest of the casting. What do we think of uh, Harry Osborn, James, uh, Fran- uh, James Franco? I mean, he did all right. 
I mean, James Franco's a good actor. I mean, yeah, he's good at what he does. Uh, yeah. Every time I see him, I think of Pineapple Express. Yeah, but, but not that for that movie. Lost that his movie. career, right? Yeah, he, for that movie, he did a really good job. I uh, know Freaks and Geeks did that, <laughs> but this was like his first movie, yeah, like yeah. major movie or whatever. Yeah, um, no, he's a he was good as because he he seems friendly, mm-hmm. and he's a guy you kind of like. Oh yeah, Peter needs a friend. Yeah, and yeah. he was a, the friendly guy. Tobey right. Maguire does a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Christian Dunst. I was gonna say, what about MJ Christian nah. Dunst? What what about it? Just something about it. Like every time you see Kristen Dunst, what's her hair color? It's yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I think she's like, in. She's blonde. Yeah. And then you decided to uh, we, just, make her, up, make her, should have made her Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And snapped her fucking neck in number two. <laughs> <laughs> now, because we grew up watching Jumanji and shit like that, yeah. where they're in it, and like she's got you know just like she's not movie. Jumanji. Yeah, yeah she's she in the first one. Girl. She's the she's little, little girl, girl, little blonde girl in it. The original Jumanji. Yep. Oh, the original Jumanji. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that. Not the, no, no, not the Rock Jumanji. Well, because we watched the new ones recently, so that was the thing that was in my head. I, I like, haven't watched the recent ones at all. I was They're like, fun. that one is. I watched the first Jumanji a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, I did too. Such a good game. <laughs> no, the new ones are good. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, I can see that. But people are kind of going on her for acting. I thought her acting was fine. I don't like the way they did, like the way Sam Raimi did her. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't ground her as much as they did Spider Man and all the other characters. Okay. Uh, they have a base. She doesn't have any base. I feel like she did. They kind of gave her the uh, abusive family relationship yeah, thing. Yeah, but like, because there was that scene where Peter walked movie, outside. As the movies and, go on, oh, she becomes a singer. She does this and this. She becomes a, an actress and all this. Yeah. It's like, first of all, if you know who the fuck Spider-Man is with an inkling, mm-hmm. you're not going to put yourself in the public eye that much. Well, she, <laughs> didn't, she didn't know until the end of Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, by then she is already on Broadway and making herself yeah, known. Just, that aspect of her and then mm-hmm. tilting toward that so much well, is weird. Well, you do, don't forget though, she was like a soap opera star and a model and stuff like that in the comic books yeah. throughout the 80s and 90s. So, yeah. I mean, that that was just kind of like trying to find a current way of doing it, get her on Broadway instead of being a model. I mean, because we even saw the model thing a little bit in Spider-Man 3 when Gwen Stacy was introduced. Yeah. So, because she was part of the kind of scene also. That's but, played right. by uh, Gwen Stacy's uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. But yeah, so I, the redhead, fl- uh, the real, real redhead, the real <laughs> fucking redhead, had to dye her hair blonde, and the blonde dyed her hair red. Where does that make fucking sense? Because I'm Sam Raimi, and, God well, damn MJ's it. red he hair. He did that because he fucking hates Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, MJ's red hair looked like fucking like early two thousands mall punk kind of shit yeah. too. But but it's I dug it. It kind of it kind of gave it a little bit of that pop art vibe to me. The bully fucking shirt did. Oh god, yeah. that, that dude's like he, fucking, that guy was early two thousands as a motherfucker. But now he's yeah. like fucking Flash. Zeus with fucking Sofia Vergara. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's his. That's her husband. That's her ex husband. Yeah, but the, the dude he fights. Yeah. is solid twenty five thirty. Like, and he's built like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's like I went to high school. I knew a lot of built athletes. No, you don't get like that until your college years, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was held back a lot. And this, he, he was being interviewed recently, and. uh Someone was talking about, you know, so what was it like working with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. And he was like, who? No. Well, yeah, kind of a little bit. He Actually. was like, he was like, uh, well, I mean, he was a little tough to work with. Um, yeah, you I've know, heard that. And he goes, uh, uh, th- there, there may have been a time or two where uh, someone was trying to slip me some money going, uh, hey, just, just one take. The stunt guys. Hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Kick yeah, his ass. Like, <laughs> and like the lighting guys and stuff. And he said he like looked up at a lighting guy and he just kind of looked down at him and gave him like a little nod. <laughs> he, he Allegedly. Allegedly. He did the nod from Karate Kid. 
<laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah, basically, they're, they're just like, dude, just one time. Can you, can, you pop him? can you pop them for me, please? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think feel? overall, a really good movie. I like the... Um, How do we feel about Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker? I know I'll, we've talked about it I was avoiding there, that because I feel like that was going to be the wrap-up. Oh, okay. The first, we'll come back to the that. The three-way verses. Uh, no, we can come back to that, though. I like... Uh, what's his... Uh, Oh, I don't like the Aunt May kind of thing. They made him too old. Yeah, that didn't bug me. I mean, mainly because I guess in the comics they were pretty old. They've just but, been getting like, younger that's, that's and younger. That's the problem I had with the comics, dude. Like the story of Spider-Man. Why the fuck is Aunt May so old? When he he was I a have child, old aunts. <laughs> like, like, but like he was a child when his parents died. So let's yeah. say let's, let's say roughly seven. Right. His parents would be in their 20s. Well, I mean, He's 17, 18. His parents would have been in their 30s, if 40s. The dad probably would have been in his 40s. Right. Why does Aunt May is 70-some years old waiting <laughs> to think, die? Why, why do parents uh, decide to have children later on in life? I, was I don't say, know. I, I think, honestly, I <laughs> That's think... That's the only explanation I have. I think Aunt May is in her 60s, and if you want to think at it this way, so like my sister, there's yeah. a 10-year age gap. So... By the time she has a kid, I would be the older uncle. Yeah. So, so even in that regard, I mean, there's a ten year difference between just me and my sister. So, I, I that to me just doesn't feel like, like well, too like much the of argue, a stretch the of a twenty year difference or twenty plus year difference between siblings. In that regard, yeah. But, but uh, the guy that played uh, Uncle Ben was really good too. I forget his name, Martin but he Sheen. was really good. Say what? Martin Sheen. No, what? No, that was uh, the other Spider Man. This one That's was right. uh, right. Cliff something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He looks kind of like veteran actor. I forget his name. He looks like uh, John Walsh from Unsolved Mystery. My first thought was like a '90s era Johnny Cash. Yep, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I see that too. I can't. You know what? I'm gonna look up his name. Yeah, look him up. But But, I I like I like that casting. All right. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't like the casting of Aunt May and Uncle Ben in the second series. I like the little cameos that uh, all of uh, Sam Raimi's friends would do uh, here and there throughout the uh, movies too. All right. Best cameo in Spider-Man One. Bruce Cable. No, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yes. there we go. I yes. was going to say that is Bone Saw. I got Randy three minutes. minutes. And then he does. <laughs> yep. And, and, and Spider Man Peter Parker throws out an absolute like, homophobic comment to him. He's like, oh, that's a cute outfit. Did your husband make it for you? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that wouldn't fly today. <laughs> Not a, Cliff Robertson. That was Uncle Ben. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I dug Did you him. just assume my Uncle Ben? <laughs> no, it's, it's... I also like how Bruce Campbell named Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The spider, cool. spider boy, what do you say? Like a human... Oh, wait, no, the Spidey. human spider. Yeah, he called him he's human like, spider human first, spider. and what then the he's just like that? Spider-Man. Yeah, basically, yeah. he's like, what the fuck is that? That's lame. And he goes, the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. He's yeah. like... No, it's the human spider, and then uh, those uh, the uh, WWE girl type yeah. girl—they're they, getting all up in her and say, "Oh, you're like a fucking arachnid. We're gonna skin you limb from limb." <laughs> and it still felt like, uh, like I was saying earlier, it was like a teen movie, but it still picked up and uh, you know got a little bit more intense as the movie yep. went on too, through moments like that. Mm-hmm. I love that Bruce Cable was in that movie because he does the narration of the Spider-Man the movie game and GameCube. Yes, and he's telling you, "Don't go that way, stupid." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, couple little fights in there the uh the one where there's the buildings on fire uh with the yeah. green goblin that yeah, was pretty, pretty cool with, with just that random like wilhelm scream that yeah uh, the the parade the, the parade, parade was cool with, with what artist 
It was Macy Gray. Yep, Macy Gray. That was a long time ago. I know, right? <laughs> I just remember that because they like blatantly say in the movie, here is Macy Gray. Talk about a continuity error. Um, what about when the Green Goblin throws that fucking disintegrator bomb up there? Oh, yeah, and they just turned it and. Yeah. Except skeletons. for MJ, who is like two feet away. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and then he uses that same shit on Spider-Man, and Spider-Man just goes flying back. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you mean you have a weapon that turns people into atoms? You, do the, you <laughs> didn't use that on the super-powered character? That's kicking your ass yeah. all, all day. He got a little scratch on his face, though. So. Yeah. yeah, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> and... um. Yeah, and the and the spider actually we skipped over it. the spider sequence was cool. I like the uh, the way they decided to do that the breeding of all the different spiders oh, and yeah. it being the the school field trip. Um, they go that harkens back to the comics and stuff like the old time. comics. And yeah, stuff. and, uh, they, and I do like I do like when they show that like in the in like this like we'll get to it but the second part. Yeah, that part was really cool. It was the, interesting. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, you know he's like, hey, there's one missing. You know, mm-hmm. Tom McGuire did the same thing. Hey, there's yeah, yeah. one missing. That's why the, why the fuck are you not evacuating? Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> these things, you're talking about genetically enhanced super spiders, and he just said one's missing. And give you cancer. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and both movies are just like, oh, okay, but, moving on. Yep. <laughs> I like this movie's uh, transformation, you know, sequence where like uh, Peter uh, Parker's becoming Spider-Man, where he, yeah. ta- he puts his glasses on and can't he can't see, see through, and he takes his glasses off, can see perfectly fine, and like 2020 vision. Jacked. Yeah, yeah. And he looks in the mirror and he's like, whoa. Whoa. I'm about to get all the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the look yeah. of it. gets none. <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing, though. Did you notice he does go because uh, Aunt May's yelling for him. He's like, she's like, Peter, Peter, are you feeling okay? Because he came in feeling bad and everything. Yep. So she was like, you know, are you feeling okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, kind of looking at, her, at uh, himself, kind of doing yeah. like this. And she was like, um, are you sure? It, it, are things good? And he's like, yeah. He looks down. You see his arms move a little, like he's like pulling his like boxers out. Some and he goes, "Yeah, things are great." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here going, "I'm like, yeah, the spider bite gave you a bigger dick." Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so is this poison or? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, does I, it work? <laughs> I thought it was pretty brutal how he came after Aunt May. Yeah, no sucked. He was kind of a little asshole after a minute. Yeah, in all these movies. Yeah, because uh, he figured out who Parker was because of that uh, scene at the uh, parade. Yeah. Spider Man got that nick on his uh, shoulder. Shows up to a very well done scene. This was that a Thanksgiving Sam. Scene. This was a Sam oh, yeah, Raimi fucking uh, the colors. They yeah. like wearing their own colors. Yeah, yeah it's like Spider Man wound up having some of the reds even through, but Norman had like kind of a green suit on well, and well, everything even else. They tint the lighting a little bit, like when uh-huh. they show him, you see like a like uh, the fight scene when they're in the garden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you well, see, I'm talking about the yeah, Thanksgiving I know, table I know, scene. But the, the lighting. That's what Sam Raimi does though. Mm-hmm. He does it. And, and I like the like where the blood drops and then uh norman notices it and he kind of like looks around and makes that scene really fucking intense too and like peter's just up where he goblin can't see him he can feel the fucking blood drop but he can't tell spider-man's up above him yeah Yeah, just let him yeah because he's trying to swing in to get changed real quick because he's still in the spider suit because harry and norman have already shown up and now aunt may's like oh he went out to the store to grab stuff but when he swung in they heard a and they look upstairs they're like oh well he must be here yeah. So that's when he had to hop up to the ceiling, and that's when that blood drop thing came down. He thought he passed it up well enough, and just that intense scene at the table right after that, where he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." And then my aunt May's like, "Oh, Peter, you're bleeding," 
and just that slow yeah. realization on Norman's face. And he's like, you get a reminder of that, like the in the Michael Keaton villain. Yes, yes. Exactly. And I love that. And talk about the lighting. Same thing yeah. happened with that, except it was just tone. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I I just thought that was so cool. And he was just like, how how did you say you got that? And he's like, bike bike messenger clipped me, and all of a sudden he's just like, he's like, he's just, like, I gotta fucking go. He's like, right, yeah, he's like, right, you little liar, I gotta go now. He's out the fucking door. Yeah, no, that 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 was a very well scripted and well timed scene. That was yeah, done really well. Sam Raimi uh, using his little horror tricks. I like the I like the final fight. Yes, the final fight was also very intense. I liked. A horror trope he threw in, which was after Peter got blown back a time or two, his mask was all fucked up. There was a time in which Norman was about to take a charge after him, and Peter goes both hands spiderweb, and it almost sounds like metal. Yeah. And like uh, Norman's like walking through an elm, it sounds like, like crunching metal and wire and stuff. Yeah. That was really cool. It made it super intense. And the uh, kind of like a. Kind of got one last fuck you for Green Goblin when he has that uh, uh, glider come back at Mm -hmm. him from behind. Yeah. And Spider-Man just dodges that shit. Oh, yeah. And that's the end of him. Yep. And I love it. Oh, that's fucking sucked. Here's the... Since Spider-Man is like my bread and butter, here's a weird nerdy fact about that fight scene. So... You notice a lot in that fight scene when Peter gets punched or Norman gets punched, a lot of spit is flying. Yeah. And there's a scene even where... Uh, Peter got knocked down hard, uh, and I think like something pulled down on top of him, and he's kind of like p- kind of getting up from the ashes. And they do a shot of Peter kind of looking up, g- breathing heavy, and you see like the spit kind of like rattling un- right underneath yeah. his lip. That was not spit when they filmed it. Blood. It was blood. Shit. Yeah, they had the CGI and digitally rechange it because there was too much blood. But there is a copy of it out there, oh. like unedited on Blu-ray, and I think I have it. I hadn't checked it in a long so, time. So, well, Defoe was talking to the the stunt guys and growing. I was going, I got this because think about it, look, because well, think about it. Look, look at that final Norman scene. His mouth is full of blood. Yeah. That was something they couldn't really change and cut too much. But yeah, Peter had a full bloody mouth just like Norman did during that fight scene. Yep. Look. Yeah, and leaves it on a pretty somber note where MJ finally comes around to Peter, but Peter's like, no, I can't do it now. Shit's changed a lot in the last few weeks, (laughs) and I can't tell you about it. So, sorry, Charlie. I'm taking you out of my top five on Facebook. On MySpace, rather. (laughs) MySpace. This is 2001, right? (laughs) And then it ends on an epic little swing scene. Tom is still my motherfucking friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so so overall, a great... Overall, a great little introduction. Um, I would say the next one is probably my definitive Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah, that's your shit. And it's Spider-Man 2. There was a lot of hype around it, too. This was like, uh, when I was going to school, this was as big as, like, say, a Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man 2 and 3 are the ones I remember the most, because after seeing, knowing about the comics, seeing the cartoons, and Mom rented the movie for me. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but she rented it for me. I swear I almost broke that DVD. I don't think it left the player for the full week we had it rented <laughs> from Blockbuster. Like it, I watched that thing over and over and over, and it just it became an obsession for me. Just because I, wish I went to the theaters and saw it. Really? Yeah, oh God! I wish I would have. That was a pretty yeah. yeah I remember going to the theater. The God. Yeah, I wish I, I had. I think I, had. I, think I, I, think I, I think I saw Spider-Man two in theaters. Um, 
I don't, and I, and I did see Spider-Man three. I know I saw those two in theaters, but no, I didn't see the first one, sadly. But no, second one. Uh, we this time we had Alfred Molina, great villain. Here it here's a little fun fact for you about Alfred Molina. Um, he hates the Jews. Ah, no. <laughs> Does so, he? I know so nothing about him personally. Early days of the internet. By this point, I figured out Spider-Man Two is going to be filming, so I'm yeah. on the message boards and all this stuff. And it came out and it said. Alfred Molina is uh, starring in it. And I'm like, I don't know this guy. Whatever. You know, whatever. But it's Doc Ock. And it said, you know, they're in the middle of like production and filming and stuff. I don't know how I found it, but just doing a search on Alfred Molina, I found a phone number for him. And I was like, huh. You didn't call Alfred Molina, did you? I fucking called the number. (laughs) Just straight to voicemail. No. (laughs) Just a mad Spanish woman on the other end. like, stop calling our number. (laughs) I answer and I hear, hello. And I'm like, hey. He's like, yeah, who is this? Like, um, is this Alfred Molina? He goes, yeah, how'd you get this number? And I just, I just immediately hung up. I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> you <laughs> left in, your shit out there, bro. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a lot of stuff, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of dramas and stuff. Yeah, I just remember him uh, from Raiders of the Lost Ark being the guy that gets killed by the spikes yep. at the beginning of the movie. But I thought he was a great Doctor Octavius. Yeah, yeah. I thought he, I, so far, aside from the Vulture. In uh, Homecoming, I think he's been the best Spider-Man villain yeah, on screen for sure. On screen villain, yes. No, I, I think it was very well played. I thought the um, the conversations between he and Peter, like at the dinner table uh, before the experiment happened, was really good because it showed that the two of them came from the same mind frame. Yeah. What happens when the same circumstances that happened to Peter? happened to him yeah in a scientific accident exactly yeah. another scientific accident another brilliant mind well that's that's if you read the comics and stuff that's it delves into that relationship a lot yeah and doc ock becomes spider-man in the newer series yeah so that's, that that was a weird mind swap that's, thing that was, that was wow yeah there, there, no, but, no, no, in one series of comics in the before these movies came out mm-hmm. there was a series of comics where peter had died yeah, and Doc Ock was like, "Oh shit, we can't continue." It was about all the time Doc Ock had stopped. Yeah, but had realized that we can't continue on without a Spider-Man. Right. So he took up the mantle. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that that's the uh, that's the Superior Spider-Man uh, storyline, and yeah, that came out about maybe know, five or so years either. ago. It looks badass. His his Spider-Man was so much because he was willing to kill. Spider, uh, Doc Ock, Spider Man, kill people. Yeah, I like uh, how yeah, that, uh, I like. Yeah, the same there, there was a lot of big backlash on that because, like I said, that came out in the last maybe four or five years, and yeah. I was listening to podcasts reviewing it, and they're like, "This is garbage." <laughs> Shit, I liked. It. I like. I had a few of them. I like that one scene that's in the movie where he's talking to his uh, his appendages. Yeah, and that yes. kind of has like a little Sam Raimi, you know, horror trope to yeah. it. No, the best Sam. I, I, yes, I agree with you. I said no preemptively because I'm sitting here going, "The best Sam Raimi horror scene in that." Yes, right after the explosion, the operation, when you find out that the tentacles are sentient. Yep. Because I think that was a new trope. Uh, They didn't really do that in the Ultimate Spider-Man comic line, which oddly enough was the ones I uh, wound up collecting the most. That was running concurrently with the new movies coming out. So it was kind of pulling from the movies a little bit. So in that comic line, the uh, tentacles became sentient and kind of like... Controlled and, and communicated too. with them and everything, yeah. but I honestly thought that was a really cool dynamic having them kind of take over him. 
Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. That was kind of like the big uh, the big dynamic of Spider-Man 2 outside of uh, Peter and MJ's bullshit. And I thought <laughs> and I thought their bullshit was much better handled in this uh, in this movie. That just, I thought their relationship was a lot better. Plus her hair was more of a natural red in this one. See, but th- that's not a on-screen For Chris. That's not an on-screen couple that kind of like it that that felt it was okay, but it felt more forced than anything yeah. in all yeah, three you, of the movies. I, I don't think they liked each other in real life. Yeah, really. It, <laughs> well, because apparently Toby was hard as fuck to work with. Yeah, so yeah, I well, mean, fuck yeah. but uh, I think one of the coolest scenes of that movie is when they're just sitting in that diner. Yep, that was the scene car, I was thinking and of. And the car just comes flying through. That was the trailer. He's like, I know where you at, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. have, you, have you seen the way they've made that scene? Yeah. Yeah. It is so cool. Yeah, so they start it as so they start with a scene of um uh, Maguire and Kristen Dunst uh in that uh holding each other kind of spinning position yeah. with a bunch of green screen and they mm-hmm. kind of throw some debris and fans on it and they and they film them spinning, you know, kind of yeah. sliding backward. But then they take it to they build up like a legit coffee shop and throw a fucking car through the window, a film legit. that and then put the two of them over top of it with a little bit of yeah. layering and editing. And then, yeah. But they threw a fucking car through a window. Now, it's I mean, the juggernaut, the bitch. <laughs> I would have I liked Spider-Man 2 to have been in the first movie. How so? Um, so, I don't like origin stories a lot. Mm-hmm. This worked out fine because right. this is the first big Spider-Man movie, you know? yeah. But like Batman, we don't need to see fucking them die. His no. parents die constantly or some no. shit. Um, but in the Spider-Man video game, the PS4 mm-hmm. they made, he's what I do a Spider-Man movie where he's friends with Doc Ock, yeah, and he's working with Doc Ock like on the side, mm-hmm. and who's coming in to fuck with Doc Ock? Norman Osborn. Right. Why does he become Doc Ock? To fuck over Norman Osborn because mm-hmm. he keeps stealing his fucking shit. Yeah. And th- I think that would have been a... The way they do the game mm-hmm. is a, I think the dialogue between Spider-Man and Doc Ock in the video game is so much better than the dialogue between... Like Alfred Molina plays a great Doc Ock. And like as his friend, you know, as his buddy. But the way they do it in that fucking video game is so... <laughs> that's the best Spider-Man movie oh, you could ever great. watch. It is <laughs> great. But I'll make the same argument that I made for the Batman games is that you have that much time to tell a story yeah. and you have more creative freedom to kind of like build it a little bit when in a movie frame you only have two and a half hours. Let's think about that. Uh, like the, the, the timeline of the storyline is only about two and a half hours. You think, oh, really? For the new Spider-Man games? Even with all the cutscenes together yep. and all that? That doesn't sound. That sounds like a game I could just blow through now. But like, I'm, not, I'm talking about between like uh, the Spider-Man and the Doc Ock. Oh, just like situation. that entire conversation. Yeah, there you go. Because they had like uh, all the uh, room and the uh, you know time to do it. Right. Yeah. And, and like on the conversation, it. it was like, I trusted you, and like Peter mm-hmm. Parker's like, motherfucker, I was your friend. I treated you like a father. You piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I should let you die. That, and I was like, yes, that's the Spider-Man I want to see. Let you die, motherfucker. Well, that dynamic was kind of there, you know, yeah, towards yeah, the end of this movie, yeah, right? Yeah, because uh, he he sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. He does, and, and I thought that was actually a pretty cool scene. Although I, I hate, I, although I appreciate. Uh, them taking the moment at the final scene to uh, show uh, MJ who Peter was. Yeah. Or show, you know, reveal the identity rather. But the way they did it was so dumb. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Yeah, because it's like he turns around and she's like, Peter. Yeah, it's it's fucking stupid. And it's just like, really? After all this time, you never, you couldn't guess. I like the stories when, when MJ guesses. When you did a 360 lateral spin out of a coffee shop yeah. with that scraggly little boy, uh-huh. and you're thinking, 
Nah, he's not the, he's not the same. There's no, no way. No, 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 that was just luck. Yeah. Yeah. And he just that, so happens to always be around when Spider Man's around. That one time I caught all the shit on my tray perfectly yeah. <laughs> in yeah. that uh during lunch. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, the time I, he beat up the bully, yeah. he's like six foot four, two hundred eighty pounds, and he beat his ass like a pinball game. Like Meanwhile, MJ's just like, "Nah, there's no way he's Spider Man." But no, but seriously Peter, though, you're it's a like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> not not this sad bastard that <laughs> calls me every day. Yeah, Peter, run away! Spider Man's coming to save us. <laughs> but no, I, I really do like Bitch. the stories though, where where MJ kind of figures it out. Yeah, or it's like Peter still has to tell her, but she kind of does the. I kind of knew, you yeah. know, I, I was letting you have it kind of thing. I, I like when MJ kind of comes at it from that. But yeah, thanks for telling me. I kind of figured it out. I wasn't sure, but I was going to let you ride with it. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that MJ attitude. So yeah, just that, that out of a perfect movie, that would probably be my only gripe with it is just that one reveal scene that just was just like, I should have known. And I'm like, damn right. You should have known. But then and, uh, Harry Osborne, uh, uh, at the ver- tried to kill him at the very end too, and find out who he was yeah, as well. Yeah, so so Harry um, got a wild hair up his ass and was just like, you know, fuck well, Spider Man. Pretty much hires Doc Ock to catch the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. and it was just like fuck Spider Man. And yeah, before uh, Doc Ock sacrificed himself, yeah, he delivers him to Harry, and Harry finds out who he is and all this stuff. And, and Spider Man throws a fucking pimp ass moment in that scene too, because you realize he shows Harry, I was allowing you to talk to me. Yeah. Very subtly within a, a visual thing because uh, when Harry takes off the mask, when he takes it off, Peter's already awake. Yeah. His eyes are open. Yeah. And he tries talking to him for a minute, laying there, and Harry keeps going at him. Then Peter gets up and goes, and fucking just like ripping a piece of paper just undoes all yeah. the binds that are around him. And that was such a fucking power move that I love. Just being like, look, motherfucker, I was letting you have me yeah. tied up here for a minute. I'm go I was going to talk to you, but you're being a dick. You almost fucking stabbed go. me. <laughs> I gotta go. City's in danger, girls in danger. I'll deal with you later. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he hits his head, ain't it? Uh no, that's the next movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the next movie. Yeah, because the, because tink. shortly... The, because, noise, the way that makes that noise, tink! Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, Dom. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they killed a main character. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo, Marvel. Bravo. Oh, that would have yeah. been a better story than what they did. Coffee, <laughs> in his head, going 100 miles into a lead pipe. <laughs> yeah, so, so Peter fucks off to go deal with Doc Ock when he sacrifices himself, but, P, uh, but Harry's still sitting there stewing in it. And he I starts... do so much drugs. Yeah, yeah and, and he starts hearing that... Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like part. that, and then he turns around and looks, and Norman's talking to him in the mirror. Yeah, like, like Norman that. was talking to the Green Goblin in yeah, the mirror I, in the I first it movie. Stupid. It was a little odd, but yeah, but then Norman yells, Avenge me! And Harry, no! And he throws the fucking dagger. And he sees all the shit. And it opens up the goblin layer, and he sees all That's the what shit. I like, there's a. Let's go and move on to movie number three. There's a scene where the butler tells him everything. Yeah, near, right? at the, near the end. We'll, we'll, go, we'll get yeah. there. Trust me. I have some gripes on Spider-Man three. I like it. Really? I don't. You don't, you don't, you don't like it? Huh. <laughs> I I don't hate it as that much as some other masterpiece. <laughs> I don't hate it as much as some other people do. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I definitely don't hate it. It's a bad movie, but there are some bad parts in it. It's like watching a circus catch on fire. I will say <laughs> now, leading into it, kind of kind of as a review. Where, 
seeing that scene where Harry walks in and even picks up the goblin serum yeah. and it does that slow fade back where it shows the mask and the yeah. glider and kind of a silhouette of him holding the green glowing tube and then you know MJ leaving fucking um, uh, we we hadn't talked about J. Jonah Jameson the entire time I was going to save that till the end me too, me too. I was, I was, I was, was honestly yeah. and by the way J.J. Yeah. Simmons yeah 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 should but, get but, an Oscar yeah. <laughs> yes but, but then for being le- Alex Jones <laughs> <laughs> but, but then leaves uh, J. Jonah's kid at the altar because that was the subplot as yep. MJ was about to get married the to the astronaut which side note that was the astronaut that was supposed to take the venom serum to Earth yeah fun fact so that's where my brain's going i'm just like oh they've introduced the astronaut yeah, that's yeah. gonna bring venom down i'm getting excited and we got venom all right i would have loved, yeah, loved, loved that the, like they never do that like that astronaut in the comics nothing else really happens no in the comics. what if what if well, he, he did become wolfman yeah but what but why not make him a villain yeah why not make him be the first vil- venom yeah, it's like, oh, you motherfucker! I know you. Especially yeah. if there's an MJ relationship yeah, yeah. dynamic. Like, well, that wasn't in the comic. No. That yeah, was new still. for the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, because it was in the series, the animated series too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it was J. Yeah. Jonah's son and everything. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing about Scorpion, J. Jonah Jameson, great Scorpion. Yeah. yeah, he did that in the '60s cartoon too. Yeah. But I was just like, why not? Why not have the astronaut just been like you and just like take that Venom suit and mm-hmm. just go after Spider Man? Yeah, so so how how are you guys feeling kind of coming out of that movie, not knowing anything about Spider-Man 3, just finishing the movie in the theater? Were you ready for a next one? Or? Yeah, yeah, I was ready. Well, well, it left you with plenty of meat on the bone between uh, fucking Harry Osborne's storyline and... Uh, st- and Peter, Peter and MJ's Peter yes and, MJ. and no, yeah, kinda. It's back, like, back and forth. It's like it was a kind of yes. It's like she left him at the altar, but Peter didn't still give her a full yes. Yeah. But so it's like it was kind of left on the, I guess so... Actually, kind of thinking on it, that final scene really is kind of poetic and sad because yeah. she comes running in in the dress, yeah. and he's like, you look beautiful. And basically, just in so many words, was just like, you know, I'm yours, Peter Parker. Yeah. And you can tell in his face and by his reaction, he accepted it. But as soon as he was about to fully embrace it, he had to swing off. Yeah. And that scene of uh, MJ in Peter's window in the dress... It does that big heroic thing when she was like, you know, go get him, Tiger. You know, yeah. she gives him the approval, you know, go get him. He throws the mask on, you know, it's doing the big, you know, orchestral, you know, big thing. He goes swinging off. But when they end the note, they end it on a minor chord. They change it ever so slightly. The very last note is sinister. It's not sinister. They did that when they did a slow pan in on MJ's face. Mm-hmm kind of that realization for her of oh this, this is how out. this this is what i signed up for this is how it's gonna be yeah just kind of that that slow realization of like oh fuck okay this is this is gonna be work yeah that kind of thing and, and, and cool. i think that was just a really cool poetic way to you kind of end that to film like uh, rewrite the winning as uh what would have been cool is him flying out that window uh-huh you know changing into the suit blah 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 and across the street in his house is Bruce Campbell being like, what the fuck is he doing? What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit, he's the spider <laughs> And then he gets his head and he knocks his head up. <laughs> he like walks to like a beam or some shit. <laughs> so yeah, Spider-Man 3. I mean, it's a loaded fucking movie because everybody hates it. Now, Nobody the, ha- now, now the lead up. 
We heard Sandman was going to be the first villain. Should have just left him as that. Yeah. And then we heard Venom was going to be part of it. And then, like, literally a month before the movie came out, we find out New Goblin is going to be in it. Yeah. Not Hobgoblin. Not Green Goblin 2. No. Electric Boogaloo. New Goblin. (laughs) That's the official name, New Goblin. I didn't like that. I I hated it. it, Here's how you could have done it. And you would have kept Tobey Maguire for a fourth fucking movie. Sandman enters the picture, and he has a sad story. It's a great arc. Yeah. It was an accident, Peter. I accidentally plugged your fucking uncle in the stomach. Okay, well, I'll I'll get to that. Yeah, Yeah, but keep going. But anyway, he's a sad guy anyway. Right. Why not Sandman defeat Mm Spider-Man out the gate, Spider-Man not knowing what to do, or laying motionless on the ground? Yeah. And he has to pick himself back up because something's flying into the city, Mm -hmm. a meteor or whatever the fuck. Right, right. And he gets this Venom thing. And now he's strong enough to go toe-to-toe with Sandman. Yeah. And leave it at that. He defeats Sandman. You get a complete story arc. Mm-hmm. And then you see this whole time. And get rid of Harry Osborn out of the movie. Yeah. Put him in for about five fucking minutes at the end of him. And what is what is Harry Osborn been doing this whole movie? Oh, he's been tinkering with this yeah. goddamn suit. Mm-hmm. And what does he pull out? He doesn't like the green. Yep. Because that was the old goblin. Yep. Why not? Maybe a, orange. A flesh tone. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a flesh tone goblin suit and him just pulling that over and it just looks like fucking flesh yep. coming on? And it looked and, like the hobgoblin. flying out the fucking window like Spider Man 2. Yep. And Bruce Campbell seen it going, oh my God. Oh, oh. What the hell was that? And like just freaking the fuck out. And it's this hobgoblin flying into the night after yeah. Sandman willingly goes to prison mm-hmm. and he still got the black suit on. Yep. That would be good. Spider Man 4. Morrison's dream. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I, and I fully agree. They, 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 they tried putting too much in it. And That's I re- what they do with all these fucking superhero movies. And, and by really this do. point in time, I'm watching that 70s show all the time, and then it goes, Turf, Topher Grace is going to be Eddie Brock. And I'm like, really? Eddie Brock is a jacked motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Topher Grace. Kurtwood I mean, Smith would have been a better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just sitting here going, I'm like, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Eric is not Eddie Brock. This doesn't work. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Eric is not a villain, period. But I will say Spider-Man 3 gave me my first taste of movie leaks. Yes. This so was, much stuff came out about that. This movie. was the first time I was able to really, like, I was finding stuff, like, hardcore. Like, I found early test footage of, like, Venom and shit like, now, like that. Spider-Man 3 came out around the time, what, X-Men 3? 3, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, around about the yeah. same time. Yeah, and, but it's like I remember uh, scouring message boards because there was a rumor that there was a, a leaked uh, that there was trailer footage that they were stitching together for like Comic Con, and this was before everyone had like a really good cell phone to like film shit. Yeah. So like if they showed it at Comic Con, that was it. There was no way it was getting online, kind of thing. The rumor was that someone fucking filmed it and that they showed Venom for a second. And it looked awesome, and it's the trailer we all got to see. But the CGI wasn't finished on it. So it's the trailer we got to see where, you know, the symbiote drips on Eddie. And then the final scene is, you know, uh, the uh, Venom going yeah. at the um, camera and then say Spider-Man 3. Yeah. That's the trailer that was shown, but it just wasn't fully rendered. Well, I eventually found it. And dude, 
the early render of Venom looked so cool. He didn't have the spider tech, like the Spider-Man suit texture on him. It was like smooth Venom with like big, stark white eyes. I had never been so hyped in all of my life because of hours looking for this thing with dial-up. You know, and it's like, and I found this. Like, I was jumping up and down in my seat going, ah, it looks so good. I'm so fucking excited. You know where the Venom Venom, uh, costume came from? Uh, It was a fan submission uh, for the black suit, and they paid him like 50 bucks, and that was it. But I will say, Todd McFarlane is the one that drew it. It, for the comics, yeah, he refined it. Yeah, man, Todd McFarlane did a great. I was gonna say between Ken's that, got a comic of that mm-hmm. first, the first appearance of Venom with Todd McFarlane. I'll say between role. Venom and uh, Spawn, I mean that's kind of a similar bulk yeah. of a character yeah. to you know I love draw too, Such so that kind of fits his uh, vibe anyway. But my main gripe with it, I can I can look. I will. Th- this is how much this bugged me. I can look past New Goblin. I can look past shitty Venom. I hated the twist that Sandman killed Uncle Ben. Really? I remember watching that in theaters, and when that scene came on, when they were in the uh, the police interrogation room and they showed them the file and they were talking about things, mm. I remember seriously sitting there going, and just like frowning and like just slowly sitting back and just shaking my head going like, no. It just took you out no. of the movie. It really did. It sucked every bit of excitement I had out of the movie I was just like oh no no I don't like this and yeah. that was the and that set me on a bad foot I, that that really upset me and the reason it upset me is because in the first movie Peter basically kills the dude yeah he throws him yeah. out a goddamn window he has to learn from that yeah he learned from that to become the better hero yeah you took that away from him. Now he's just killed a random fucker. Now, yes, he can still learn from that, but the reason for everything is different. He felt like he got vengeance, but it didn't satisfy The whole him. point of that is about growth. Yeah. Now he finds out the true killer is still out there. Real growth hasn't happened. Well, that's, that's and actually, that, to me, it feels like it knocked him back a few pegs. Well, that's actually a, a common story trope in a, mm-hmm. lot of, in a lot of literature. That, oh, no, you have it wrong yeah. altogether. I feel like there's just different ways they could have done that with it, yeah. though. Uh, but that's like I look at it as a literary standpoint. Like, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. And it's a good twist. And it, and it was a fine twist. It just, I don't know. It's different it just, when you do it on film like that, though, it, especially it, in a series. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of bugged me. I don't know. Well, it's like something the, about the it. Batman, you know, who kills Batman's parents, Joe Chill. Yeah. yeah. And what mo- in uh, the newest Joker movie, he kills him. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking wild. But that, yeah. that uh, movie has a whole new story arc on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it, al- but that's I, alternate universe shit. But that's yeah. pretty fucking wild. Yeah, that I like it. Because Jack Nicholson kills him. Mm. Kills his parents, too. Yeah. yeah. But but in a series like this, where it's all, pre- where Spider-Man's entire, you know, uh, you know, come to Jesus moment is the death of his uncle. And yeah. that, that was the most profound effect on his life and knows who did it and did something about it. And, you know, everything that, made that narrative what it was just kind of like you said gets swept under the rug with the fucking Sandman narrative and just kind of it feels like there was enough narrative for the Sandman there to begin with because there is a lot of deleted scenes that's on the Blu-ray of like a lot more of him caring about his daughter like there is a scene where the uh, daughter was playing in like a sandbox 
and she was building like a sandcastle and all of a sudden the sandcastle slowly started growing and getting yeah. bigger and massive and she's like looking back at it going like oh, wow you know yeah. and she's like totally impressed by the whole thing and she's like mommy mommy look you know and and like the mom kind of gets a sense of what's happening and she's like come on it, it's time to go we need to go and she's like, but mommy, look, it's beautiful. She's like, no, 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 we've got to go. And she like pulls him away. And it's like, and you can slowly see like a face kind of forming. Yeah. And it's like, you can see him like tearing up a little bit and like upsetting him being like, this is the closest I can get to my daughter yeah. to be able to spend time with her. And I can't even do that. You know what's funny? The same story arc for Sandman is the same story arc for Ant-Man. Yep. <laughs> it really is. Holy That's weird. shit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's like they I shot must commit crime yep. to be with my daughter. <laughs> the actions of my crime get me closer to my daughter. You could say that it was justified. Yeah, but like it's like it's I, I love seeing that. Yeah, it's like oh, you mean your story arc is this? Huh? Well, that happened to him too. Uh-huh. But he raped and murdered people <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so but it feels like they just had so much there to work with that they didn't have to give sandman that extra layer but it did there did because I, I i get why they did it like we can fast forward to the end because when other things happen that we can talk about after all that's taken care of he has one more talk with sandman <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, really. We can talk about that in a bit too. Yeah, yeah. We'll, but, we'll get all there, but no, just talking about Sandman specifically. He's doing the fucking. Uh, yeah, uh, he's doing jazz the dance hands, over here. Uh, <laughs> Toby Maguire dance. Uh, yeah, so he has what he has a moment with Sandman at the very, very, very end of the movie, and he goes, "I forgive you for what you did." Okay, and I'm just like, we didn't need that though. That he was, he he already had us come to agreement moment. He we didn't need to go through that journey again that's just lazy writing that dude was just kind of like ah then they become friends when's where's the next game well yeah because ramiel's getting so annoyed with so much studio interference that he was just like i'm just fucking putting whatever on paper yeah. down to even um when apparently peter gets the symbiote suit uh he decides that he is a jazz dancer <laughs> yeah we talked yeah, about how I, shitty when I, the when i see venom i think of nat king cole <laughs> yeah we talked about how shitty the relationship dynamic between uh was between MJ and Peter throughout all three of these movies, and they just didn't even care with this one. Oh, yeah, God. right out the gate, they uh, are hateable people. Yeah, yeah, all of them are hateable people. Right it's out like the Seinfeld. gate, it's some bullshit because Peter uh, does the upside down kiss with a uh, Gwen Stacy in public, right in front of MJ. He's talking to her the whole time, going, you know, oh look, they love me, they love me. His ego is just yeah. fucking off the fucking radar, and he, and he's like so cocksure of himself because the city loves him. He's about to propose to MJ, all this other stuff, and she's just about had fucking enough of it at this point with his cocky behavior. And I love that scene with the uh, uh, maitre d uh well bruce campbell again yeah, yeah. Where, where he's the french maitre d but he keeps swapping between like french and spanish yeah <laughs> he's like see he's like that i don't think that's shush and he was like I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna propose to my girl um, I, I was why would you do that I just saw a man fly <laughs> out of a building with a flesh mask <laughs> and he's like I, I was, the end is not he's like, I, and he's like I was wanting to know if, if the uh, if the band could play play this song and he like hands it to him he's like oh fine choice fine choice and he goes yeah and, and this is the ring if, if maybe you could put it like in the in the glass of champagne you know and like bring it to us he's like oh let me see the ring and he hands it to him and he's like looks at it, he goes 
He's like starts squinting at it, pulls out a fucking like uh, magnifying glass, yeah. like a monocle out, puts it in. He goes, oh, starts tapping. He's like, there it is. <laughs> it's just like, fuck you, you little asshole. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Mysterio. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was supposed to be Mysterio. It's Spider-Man 4. I was going to lead up to that. Yeah, because in every main moment of his life, in Peter's life, He's he there. was there. Because in Spider-Man 2, he couldn't get in the uh, play. Yeah. Because he kept going. He's like, uh, shoes tied. Uh, you want you want to fix your uh, tie there? Yeah. yeah, but no, I still can't let you in. We can't open the doors after it started. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. But, but yeah, just all of that, and that's what the symbiote was attracted to was the cockiness and the yeah. greed and just being so it sure of everything. Off of emotions. Yeah. So apparently, that means. It height well because the symbiote suit is supposed to heighten the person's senses. It's like really fucking good weed. <laughs> yeah. So but if yo, you're brother, an ass, you want some dank ass shit, venom, I got gotcha. you. Venom is supposed to heighten your senses. Carnage works like PCP. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go steal a car? <laughs> yeah. You want to go eat a car? <laughs> yeah. Yo, brother, I got that Venom. I got that Carnage. Which one you want? Yeah. God, that's what they, yes. Yeah. That's what they need to start naming Yeah, drugs. Venom is like weed. If, 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 if you're an asshole and you get the symbiote, you're going to be a bigger asshole. You know, yeah. it's like if you smoke weed and you're an asshole, you're going to be a bigger asshole because you don't give a fuck. You want that new goblin or you want that old goblin? <laughs> But yeah, so I want that hop, son. That apparently makes him want to dance down the fucking street with fucking jazz hands, fucking pointing at girls and thinking he's hot shit. Yeah, that he got the plane. Yeah, but in he's walking down the street. There's nothing plain. Yeah, people. Are, those are real reactions, probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is Tobey Maguire doing? <laughs> Why is he dressed is like he an asshole? His mind? Yeah, and then he walks in this fucking store, walks out all like decked up in like this nice suit, and like fucking starts air humping and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, please stop. Please. He's like finger guns. And then like yeah. and then like two seconds later he's like walking the street, he looks, he sees MJ walking in this bar and he's like Oh no, no, no. He decides to take Gwen Stacy to the bar he knows MJ is working at. That's what it was, because he was going to fucking play the passive-aggressive asshole card yeah. and be like, oh, well, I've already got a new girl, and I'm going to show her off in front of you. Fucking starts playing the piano, like, steals her song moment, like, in the middle of her song, starts playing fucking piano, all this other bullshit, and, dude, fucking hauls off and smacks her. Yeah. Peter Parker's a fucking wife beater in this uh, fucking movie. Well, Terrible gotta, people in this I movie. I will say. He was good enough to hold it back because if Spider-Man smacks you, your skull's going to spin the yeah. <laughs> Like he, he should have, her head should have turned all the way around. Yeah, but <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it's like some, kudos some to sh- Peter Parker for holding back. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like some shit was going down and MJ was trying to get Peter off and he just turned around and hauled off and smacked the fuck out of her. But that's kind of what the moment he realized like, oh shit. Yeah. Like even though it was fucked up, He's it's like, like maybe I'm the asshole. Yeah, maybe I'm the problem here. <laughs> and and the whole like, time fucking Harry is fucking, you know, oh, taunting them. Memory loss. Yeah, we can Harry talk Osborne. about the bonk uh, early in the film while he's trying to... Uh, Again, b- lazy writing. Earlier in the film, before uh, Bruce Campbell makes fun of his ring, we find out it was um, a family heirloom. It was, what, Aunt May's ring or something? Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah, it was some family heirloom. So he's on the way trying to get to the restaurant, and all of a sudden, 
new goblin picks him picks his ass up off the street yeah. and starts braiding him around town. He's and it's this whole thing of like the cat cat and mouse thing. He he's a, trying to he swing has away, glider, but it's like a surfboard. Yeah, it's a fucking fucking surfboard. It looks stupid as hell, and it's like the the ring keeps getting knocked out of Peter's hand, yeah. and he keeps having to it's grab like a focal it. Point constantly. Yeah, it's so cartoony. But then at some point, he gets away from new goblin. And fucking strings up a clothesline, knocks his ass, a new, new goblin, off his fucking glider. He goes tumbling down, smacks his fucking head on the way down to what Chris was saying, just to the point of they're like, God damn. And he he's hit dead. The, he hit the pavement hard. He's dead. And it's not like he's getting like the fucking indestructible powers that fucking uh, Norman but he got with did. the suit, did he? Oh, okay. He had the goblin serum. Spider-Man doesn't know that shit. He doesn't. So that's the fucked up thing. That's another, that could have been another Bruce Campbell moment. Like, oh my God, he murdered a man. <laughs> oh God. What is the city coming to? <sighs> in that moment, Peter. And it's not, even in, it's not even in Spider-Man costume. It's just Peter in fucking everyday wear. I saw a man in a suit take a demon for a ride. <laughs> and he murdered him and he turned into a man. Yeah. I need to stop smoking this carnage. <laughs> carnage, you see. What's his real name? What is his name? Uh, uh, Cletus Cassidy. And Cletus, it goes, hey, Cletus. Bruce Campbell running back to Cletus Cassidy. Uh, this is bad shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he just takes another... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so that, 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 leads on, that leads all that shit together and just... <laughs> It eventually cultivates into the whole. This is Spider Man's fighting Sandman off and on throughout the film, and well, he eventually. What cool scene they do with the uh, crane in the building? Like, yeah, that, that's in the final. Uh, that's in the final scene. Yeah. So uh, every movie has a big New York come together moment. A Joey yeah. Diaz moment, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Hey, we were New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. So in the hey, first. Hey, cocksuckers, hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> So in the first Off across the city, he's in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was in the first one too. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, second movie, yeah, second movie. Yeah. That's what, yeah. So in the first one, it was the big uh, everyone throwing trash at the Green Goblin, saying, "You know, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." All that. Throw your fucking trash at these pieces of shit, cocksuckers. <laughs> and then the and then the second movie, uh, they had a big uh, New York United moment on with the, the train. train. Yeah. And then uh, everyone kind of going, you know, you're have to go through me. You have to go through Chris me. Chris is dying over I here. Know. A picture the scene where Joey Diaz is in on the train yeah. and they're like take off his fucking mask <laughs> <laughs> who is this fucking cocksucker it's <laughs> a fucking kid <laughs> it's like what the fuck <laughs> Joey Diaz is like hey Joe Joe Rogan I took his fucking mask <laughs> I kidnapped his ass I, I, <laughs> I fucking we, know who Spider-Man is no one fucking gives a shit though then we, then we dropped acid and fucking just don't just rob he's just a fucking kid he's just a fucking kid <laughs> <laughs> I went to Hall and showed him to all the black kids. <laughs> I showed him the real New York. Bruce, Bruce Campbell was just Clean like, this Holy. shit up. And then Bruce Campbell was like, Holy shit, they're getting drugs. <laughs> There's a Bruce Campbell from like Kansas this whole time. He's like, The city is scary. <laughs> <laughs> So, so in the third movie, uh, the big New York United is um, Peter gets rid of the symbiote suit, gets on Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Venom goes talks to uh, Sandman, and they're like, "Let's go fuck up Spider-Man's day." I know who he is. They're like, "Sweet, we'll pull him out of hiding." They get him to the fucking construction site, and Spider-Man's just getting his ass beat. They've got MJ, classic trope, all that shit, and he is far away from the action at this point. He needs to get over there quick, and nothing is fucking working, and then all of a sudden, you see all the fucking cranes. Hey, Spider-Man, we got your fucking cranes here. 
God damn it. <laughs> Chris was cracking up, and I'm like, I see my moment. Grab your dick and salute the flag, motherfuckers. <laughs> Get the fucking crane. This fucking kid needs it. <laughs> it's so much fucking worse. <laughs> Just picture Joe and Diaz. What was this motherfucker on 9-11? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah, because I threw the fucking planes in the <laughs> buildings. Yeah, yeah boo me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the TSA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. But no, so that was kind of a cool moment. He's down and out, and you get one more New York United moment where they kind of... Li- no! The cranes weren't in that one. That was Spider-Man. That was amazing Spider-Man. I was about to say, was, we didn't get that that's moment. That's right. That was that one. That, one. Thing. That, was, scene, that scene is really... Crazy it was cool filmed. though. Yeah, it was filmed the weird way. What? What was? What was the New York United moment in was, Spider-Man Three? Was there one? I can't even remember. Just because so much bad, so I, much happens in that just, movie. I outside think it was of just that. the New York love for Spider-Man in general. Because yeah. even the newscast near the end was like, "Is this the end of Spider-Man?" Oh, yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> just Joey Diaz at the church where uh, Eddie Brock gets the suit and he's like, "Hey, what kill the fuck that, is that? Yeah, kill that black motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking demon. Yeah. I gave him a stabbing. <laughs> it didn't work. Joey Diaz. <laughs> Joey Diaz trying to fucking stab Venom and he's just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> It's like holy shit! What the fuck did I just smoke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so the knife is looking at a crack pipe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck so, me right. <laughs> so so after Harry comes back from his little uh, amnesia trip throughout the whole movie, he decides I'm gonna help Peter, and he decides yeah, help him all right. <laughs> yeah. So so he winds up helping him by he he helps get rid of the Sandman or like at least kind of get him to get him at bay, and then uh, he sacrifices himself uh, to kill Venom. Kill the symbiote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, because he threw. Well, no, Eddie killed himself because uh, all, 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 all they really did was they threw a pumpkin bomb in there, yeah. and Eddie jumps in after it, and he goes blowing up. But that was enough to get. Uh, well, no, he still sacrificed himself because he jumped in front of the uh, glider because yeah. uh, Venom had the glider and was about to fucking put yeah. it through Peter and fucking. Um, um, Harry jumps in front of it and gets impaled like his fucking dad. Right. But now so much happens in that fucking movie. Like we were saying, uh, the writers just cram way too many villains and way too many storylines. Storylines that don't, you know, matter to the narrative of the fucking series. Yeah. And, and even the way they ended it wasn't very satisfying. You can tell they wanted to make a fourth one. They kind of, yeah, they kind of still had a cliffhanger, like with an with, MJ Peter moment. Yeah, because they just kind of danced. And it just kind of did like a slow fade away. And you're watching going like, this happened in the last movie. Yeah, and it's just like, you, you don't... Are you going to fl- break up again in the next movie? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, you don't fully know if they It's like, that's how they end every time. You never know if they're fully together or not. It's really weird. And that's why that relationship sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Toxic fucking relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where are we at time-wise? I was going to say, talking about 30. the uh, animated series and the first series, we've kind of done a pretty hefty episode i think we can make one more episode out of the spider-man the last four, the last sure. four ones yeah well, if we want to do that well if we're going to do that let's round out with the mvp of the fucking the series mvp in my the number one grade a person throughout this entire franchise jk simmons jk simmons j jonah jameson alex jones <laughs> not yet he wasn't Alex Jones in this one yet I don't think I, I didn't get the Spider-Man Alex Jones Spider-Man trying to make the frogs gay <laughs> but, but I I love all of his fucking one liners he had the best lines in all three movies bar none yeah 
Period. Bring me pictures, more pictures of Spider-Man. You said more pictures of Spider-Man. Buy, buy, but already say uh, stuff like a coffee block. Actually, it's like put cream in. Actually, no, not at all. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just shit like that. <laughs> and he's always yelling at the, that one intern, Coblin, or what, yeah, whatever yeah. his name is. Like, yeah. And he's like, I'm right here. No, <laughs> my, my favorite uh, J. Jonah Jameson moment is when Goblin picks him up in the first movie, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson still keeping that, you know, journalism, uh, journalist code. It's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yada, yada, yada. I, didn't, I haven't swear to, said a word to anybody. I'm not going to give you my sources. Spider Man suit. Yeah, because in, because we never really we didn't gloss over that. But yeah, in Spider Man Two, when he loses his powers, he just dumps the suit in the uh, trash can. Well, um, basically, a, a guy on the street finds it, puts it in a bag, tries selling it to J. Jonah Jameson, and he hangs it up in the uh, wall. And then um, something happens, and he uh, you hear the window open up, and uh, yeah. like that, and he turns around. And he, oh, oh, he's lamenting him. He is like, you know, he he may have actually been a pretty good guy after all. You know, he. He really just wanted to make a difference, you know. And, and that's what Titus Castle comes busted in. It's all he's been selling dope to children. This <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Spider Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember what it was because he needed help because he was worried about MJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, because his fucking kid's about to marry him, you know. So he's worried about his new daughter-in-law, you know. It's white trash from Brooklyn. Yeah, and, right. and now he's like, you know, now now we kind of need Spider Man, you know. I I may have been a little too hard on him. I may have. He turns around. He's like that. Thief! He stole that suit. That was my suit. Fucking Spider-Man's a menace. Da, 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 da. And he's like fucking right back on it again. Somebody posted online as a, as a this website I'm on, and uh, somebody posted as a uh, Spider-Man had saved like part of New York from a group called AIM. Yeah, and uh, he like Peter Parker had pictures painted up and stuff like that, but J- J- Jameson picked out the one he wanted. Yeah. And uh, in the comic, he's like, in the headline, Spider-Man helps AIM destroy parts of New York. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man had help fighting AIM. It was Captain America. Yeah. Well, there's a scene in the comic where Captain America comes busting into the fucking, uh, what is it called? Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. And he's like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Cap, what is, I'm sorry. Like, what is, Yeah, yeah. What, what can I get you? What do you need? He's like, uh, yeah, this bullshit story you wrote. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're gonna change it because he was out there helping me. Yeah. And back in my day, we used to beat up guys like you who had mustaches like that, and they gave you target the mustache, the little, yeah. little mustache he had. Uh-huh. Oh, like, I remember that, and he made him shave it. Yeah. And then it was like the next one, Captain America and Spider Man saved the city. Uh huh. And I'm just like, that would have been so cool if that was a scene in like one of the movies. Oh like, yeah. Like if he had help, like you know, you see a lot of like villains being brought up in movies. Mm-hmm. Bring another hero in. Yeah. Like just, yeah. just uh. uh well, I, I still Superman. think we might get Daredevil in the next Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to defend poor Tom Holland. I, I think that might happen. I think I, I think Matt so. Murdock may wind up being his lawyer because of some shit Mysterio started. Yeah. But That'd that'll be, cool. be in the next episode of The Couch Brotatoes because I think the Sam Raimi trilogy is still the best trilogy. It, it may have kind of fizzled out and farted out at the end with Spider-Man 3, but I think... Spider-Man 1 being pretty damn good, Spider-Man 2 being so great, and in retrospect, number 3 being serviceable. It's, it's Star- not horrible. It's a, it's a Star Wars situation. Yeah. Yes. I, I I I think I think this is my original trilogy and I think it's good. None of those are my favorite Spider-Man movie though. Yeah, I, I that's fine. But yeah, I, I I my my number 1 is in that list and it 
it may be a little bit of nostalgia for me, but I, I really I really enjoy those films. It's kind of it was just kind of fun going into something like this to where like it's more like ours as yeah. to how Batman was like our parents and grandparents growing up. Well, when we were talking about the Nolan verse, that was more ours. Yeah, that's true. But like Bat, but as a whole, as a film franchise. Yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah, they remade these movies so goddamn fast. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I've never seen a movie be remade twice within a, a what a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but that's three times. Yeah, not three times. That was only <laughs> twice. But we'll get into that for sure. Like I said, on this episode of Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex. I've been Cap. Joey Diaz, give me that fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking kid. <laughs>